Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of On the Pitch. It was a crazy week across football, wasn't it? Today I'm joined uh, by Nick, and we're going to recap some of last week's action. Uh, there's quite a bit to go over, so you know, bear with us a little bit. We're going to start things off with kind of going over what we each learned from this last week. Um, so Nick, we'll kind of throw it to you first. Is there anything in particular you kind of took away from this last week? Well, I think I'm going to stick with, you know, since the last time I was on this show with you when you made our, our little bet about West Ham there, if they, uh, if they win the Premier League, we got to, we got to buy jerseys and, but it, it does seem, you know, after their, their hot start, they've kind of had a couple of draws in a row. And, you know, I, I think for me, get a little worried that they might not, uh, <laughs> might not be able to pull it, but I know we're only four games in, you know what I mean? I, I, I think that obviously they they had a, a nil nil draw this past week and then the week prior I think it was two to two, so you know it's not like it's not like they aren't playing well they're just you know just probably going up against teams that are, are not playing that bad either so we'll have to see I think next week they play um, well they play I Man- believe they play United they play United so they're they're probably going to get <laughs> hey if they can pull out a win against United there might be hope but. I as a city my, fan, I will be so happy if they beat United. Yeah, listen, I mean, I'm starting to become a West Ham fan, so I hope they, I hope they do. I mean, they're sitting eighth right now on the table, it looks like, so they're not like super far out of everything. I mean, like I said, we're only four games just in, I should say. So, I think that that anything is possible, but I think my biggest takeaway, you know, like you were saying, was just you know, kind of seeing that they've they've tapered off a little bit and hoping that they're back on track. So we. You're still holding strong on this bet, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, looking at the table, they're they're sitting in eighth currently. They have eight points. They're really only two points behind, you know, United at, at the top spot. So mm-hmm. it's it's a very congested table this year, um, so far at least. Um, I'm sure, you know, one or two teams start to run away with it at, over the course of the season. But as of right now, you know, they – Still have a shot. Yeah. So, and their, uh, their goal differential is like not bad compared to those, you know, on top. I know like City has like an unreal goal differential. It seems like they've only the only goal they, they let score was in that first week against I think Tottenham they played. So yeah, I mean that, that's really they're just the ones with the unreal <laughs> goal differential at this point. Everybody <laughs> else is is kind of a, at a normal a normal pace, I would say at this point. Yeah. But, I mean, we're we're plus ten in our goal differential. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. West Ham is plus five. Um, you see other teams, United, Chelsea, Liverpool, they're all plus eight. Yeah. So kind of, I don't know. They're, they're doing better than I thought they would, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I believe in the ham, man. Let's go. Believe in the ham. Believe in the Is ham. there anything else you took away? Um, I think that, you know, after, I mean, City's gone three, three games in a row, they've just kind of seemed like they've dominated. I mean, obviously you look at, at that 11 to one goal differential. And like I said, most of those goals have come after that game against Tottenham. I think all of them actually, because yeah, they all they, have they yeah. didn't score a goal in, in that game against Tottenham. So I, I mean, 11 goals in three games, that's a lot. That's a, that's a pretty high powered offense for kind of worrying about where they were going to get offense from at the beginning of the season. I think people were, but I think they've just figured it out and, and that's, that's what it is. So I, I think that that's, that's a pretty big takeaway is they're They look like a dangerous team. They look good defensively. They look good offensively, and I think that, I mean, again, like always, they're going to be in that top 
top three. I can't see why they wouldn't. I think the only reason they're not there right now is because they're the only ones in the top five with a loss. But yeah. You know. And then I would say that I am curious to see why why Tottenham's at seven. I mean, they only have one loss too. It yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's they, they have is like I I think that that they're obviously. They beat City. It was the first game of the season. I mean, it's kind of like anytime you you kind of face off against two really good teams in that first you know match. That that's what's gonna you know somebody's got somebody's got to win or you can draw. But at the, at that point, Tottenham won. But you know they're kind of sitting in that same position as Man City at this point, where you know what I mean. I think they're gonna move up the table as the season goes on, and I think those are them and United. I think that's really kind of what we're looking at as that that top three. I know Liverpool and Everton are looking pretty nice on the table, but I don't know. I just. Yeah. I don't know. The the thing with Tottenham, they need to they need to figure out their their attack because you know the first three games, yeah, they won, but it was three straight one nil victories, mm-hmm. and then they they got whooped three nothing by Crystal Palace. So in you know four games, their goal differential is zero. They've given up as many goals as they scored, um, but it's a three three goal differential. You know. They've only scored three goals in four games. That's not good. Well, so I mean, they hey, need to they need to figure something out. They can keep they can keep letting teams score you know three goals on them because that means West Ham was at the table. That's all I'm saying. Not necessarily. West Ham's got to hold their part too. Trust me. West Ham has got it. Believe in the ham, Dom. Believe in the ham. All right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> well, I guess moving on to some of the things that I took away from this week. Um First, uh, the Wolves finally get get a break, finally score not only once, they scored twice after not scoring any games in the after not scoring any goals the first three games of the season. Wolves finally broke through and scored two goals. Um, you know, they they looked good, you know, they they really looked good all season, even though they started off with three straight losses. They were close, they were in each of these games, they lost. All of them won nothing, so they they had opportunities. It just they just couldn't break through. And finally, you know, I know they played Watford, who is sitting fifteenth in the table right now, but they they scored twice. So there there might be some hope for this team. They're finally maybe st- starting to show some signs of life. Um, second is that Jack Grealish fits perfectly into this city squad. Um, I don't know if I. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Man City set the English transfer record uh, for Jack Grealish. Signed him in the offseason for a hundred million pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an attacking midfielder, kind of plays over on the left side. Um, everyone was wondering how he's going to fit in with the team because you know our midfield's already pretty deep, but yet we needed a striker. So everyone's like, you know, where are we going to get this offense from? We know they're you know, attacking midfielders are great, but, you know, he's still not a striker. Well, in, you know, four games in the Premier League, then you have the uh, Champions League game that they played today. You know, he looks like he's been with City for years and just he fits so perfectly into this team. He's so good on the ball. He's creative. He knows when to attack. He sets up his teammates well. Uh, it's only been you know, a month and a half that he's been with the team, but it's it's looking like a very good signing. And I think he's only going to get better as the season goes on and, you know, as the years go on, because I think he signed a four-year deal. Uh, third takeaway that I got from this last week 
is that unfortunately uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is not washed up. <laughs> He's still a game changer. Um, at I think the ripe old age of 37, 36, 37, he's still, I, I swear this man's like the Tom Brady of, of soccer. Uh, he, even though he's up there in age, you know, he may be 37, but he doesn't play like he's 37. You know, he's still one of the best players in the world at his age. And the fact that he's at United um, kind of scares me a little bit, to be honest, as a City fan. But um you know, overall, I'm just a fan of watching, you know, good football. And, you know, I, as much as I, I don't like seeing him in a United uniform, I, I can appreciate, you know, how good he is, even though it kind of sucks to, you know, see him do well sometimes. Um, that really turned, like, the other way really fast because it was, like, there was all those reports that City had it in the bag. Like, people were like, I just remember reading everything. They were like, yep, they got it. It's a done deal. And then, like, not even 24 hours later, they were like, oh, nope, United got him. And I was like, what the? Yeah, I I mean, I guess he, he I, I forgot exactly. <laughs> what was that? That he stayed in the same place, but just with the wrong team. <laughs> well, he, he came up through the Man United uh, Youth Academy, and yeah, he spent the first number of years in his professional career at United. Yeah, it's a cool story. Um, he gets to go back. but Yeah, I mean, he... I think up until even now, I th- I still think he was the top three, top four leading scorer in the entire history of the club. Um, I, I think he left in I want to say 2010. I want to say is when he left. You know, he's arguably one of the greatest of all time. And I I don't know what all happened with you know Ronaldo and City and United coming in at the, at the last minute. I probably just outbid by a couple mil but i don't know it sucks but i don't know we'll see maybe maybe he'll fall off towards the end of the season but i don't know doesn't look like it um the last thing that i took away from this week is that la liga is boring as hell without messi and ronaldo in it um there's really no big stars in the league now i mean maybe anthony griezmann but you know there's no big name stars and i i think La Liga is really missing them right now because I, I think interest in the league starting to to fade, you know, internationally. You know, Spain is always going to be interested in their teams, but you know, outside of the outside of the country of Spain, I think people are going to start losing interest in La Liga unless they can start attracting some some big talent because they got some big holes to fill and they didn't. So I, I think they could be in trouble, but it's this boring to to watch this league right now, but I don't know. That's what I took away. Everyone else takes away something a little bit different. Maybe agree with me, maybe disagree with me, but that's all fine. So moving on to the next segment. Um, If you're living under a rock and didn't pay attention, the champions league started back up uh, the last couple of days. Um, There were some games today. There were some games um, yesterday as well. There were, some kind of shocking results um, as we started the group stages. Um, Man United dropped a shocking game to the young boys of Switzerland. Um, they're currently sitting fourth in the in the Swiss league. They beat United two one um, in the in their group stage match. Really, uh, really shocking. Um, it was tied one one. Um, young boys scored a goal in the fifth minute of injury time. 
So pretty much right as the game was about to end, they put a goal away to take the lead and kind of go a walk-off goal if you want to, you know, equate it to you know, something in American sports. Um, as time was about to expire, score a goal, win the game. Um, kind of impressive, uh, shocking, to be honest with you. I mean, it's, you know, United going against a team from Switzerland <laughs> that, you know, I, I don't think most, you know, most casual soccer fans don't know who, who the young boys are. But, yeah, to, to lose 2-1, it's, it's an early group stage match. United's still probably going to win their group. Um, young boys probably aren't going to make it out of the group stages, but still um, an interesting result. But I don't know. And, and that loss just kind of caught my eye because it's probably the, the biggest upset of the beginning stages so far. Um, moving on, Bayern Munich won 3-0 against Barcelona. Um, Barcelona really haven't figured out how to replace Messi and it's kind of showed how they played in La Liga this year. Um, and it's kind of carried over at least so far into the Champions League. Then some matches today. Uh, we had City win six to three over RB Leipzig today. Um, I was kind of getting updates on the game while I was at work. <laughs> um, wasn't watching it, but getting updates on it. Um, man, it was it was it was just a nuts game to to follow. You know, I was getting updates, and it seemed like every two minutes I was getting an update. You know, oh, a goal was scored. You know, six three. You know, I I was not expecting that. Um, you know, but definitely a more higher scoring game than anyone would have anticipated. RB Leipzig, uh, one of their players. I'm not going to try to butcher his name, but one of their players did score a hat trick. Um, City really don't give up hat tricks that often. Um, it was also interesting to see former Man City defender Angelino um, play against our club. Uh, he kind of came up through our, our youth system and everyone thought he was going to be good. We uh, sent him on loan to Leipzig a couple years ago and he really developed and ended up staying with the team. So it was, it was interesting to see him play against his former club. Um, but I think just the offensive attack that, that city has showed so far in the premier league, it's you know clearly carried over at least so far into the champions league. I mean, we, we had players, we had some defenders even score goals today. Um, three defenders scored goals, um, as well as a penalty, which City always mess up on their penalties, found a way to knock one in today. Um, it was just a, an interesting first couple of days of the Champions League, and I don't know about you, but I, I missed it, and I, I'm glad this tournament's back. Yeah, I mean, it's probably one of the most premier soccer tournaments in the world. You know, you have a lot of, you have the best teams from over in Europe and, and all across there playing in one big, you know, tournament to against each other. And you're getting to see a lot of that talent. So, yeah, I mean, it's super fun to watch. Crazy that, that United got beat, but I mean, that's how it goes, you know? Yeah. Yet you get two, two 45 minute halves and sometimes, sometimes the other team comes out on top and, and who knows? They they might. I don't, were, were they playing all their all their dudes, or were they just kind of putting? I mean, you, squad you, out usually, uh, I'll have to go back and look at the lineup because uh, I don't know exactly off the top of my head. Um, but usually in these early group stage matches, a lot of these big clubs they'll uh, they'll rest some of their bigger players, and they'll they'll play some reserves for a little bit just because there there's really no 
there's no benefit to playing all their stars just yet just because there's still so much longer to go in the in the tournament especially the group stages um i believe they play everyone twice um, in the group so i mean dropping the first game it's not going to mean that you're kind of out of the tournament just yet so um i can bring up the lineup here just to be sure but you know it's pretty common to, to see early in the tournament the big clubs rest their stars yeah, because they're trying to they're trying to also stay on top of their tables. Right. And if if you're a team like United, you got the Champions League, you got two other domestic tournaments, including the the Premier League. You're playing a lot of games, so I mean, if you can find a way to give you know your main guys a rest for a, you know, not to say a meaningless game because it is the Champions League, but a game that's less important than you know, a, a domestic game right now or a Premier League game. But I'm just giving you a little break to cut. So moving on to the final section, we got another round of Premier League games this week. So we're going to run through the games, give our predictions, and maybe meet back next next week and kind of see how we did. Maybe they'll go as well as our, our football picks from two-minute drill. But who knows? I would, I would just like to say from – the the week that I was here a couple weeks ago, I only had one game wrong. And obviously I think there were some ties in there. So nobody won. I think there was like maybe three ties or something like that, but I only got one game wrong. So. All right. Well, we'll see if you can keep your hot streak going then. So <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll run through the games here and you tell me who you think is going to win. Starting off the week Friday, we got Newcastle versus Leeds. Well, I mean, they're playing at Newcastle. These are two teams that are that are uh, at the bottom of the table there. So, um, I I don't think anybody wins this. I think it's I think it's like a two two draw. It's gonna be a draw. Yeah, I, I I think that both of them get two goals. It's just like it doesn't it doesn't look like they're. I mean, they're both minus seven in goal differential. You're looking at they don't really have that good of a defense. You know what I mean? It doesn't seem like they can put an offense together too much but I think against each other they're going to be able to put an offense together but not like they're going to score five goals I think each of them get two I think it's a 2-2 draw I think that's what we're looking with that with that one they're both at the bottom of the table they're both not playing well it's just how it's going to I'm going to disagree with you on this one I know it's it's two bottom of the table teams Um, Newcastle has looked particularly pretty bad Um, but this game at Newcastle they got a pretty loud devoted fan base I, I think I think Newcastle squeaked this one out one nothing. Um, it's going to be a close game, but at home they definitely have a little bit of an advantage. Um, I think they'll take advantage of it this week. With a nice little one nothing win. Moving on to Saturday, we got a you know full slate of games here. We got Wolves versus Brentford as the first game. I'm I know that Brentford's away, but I'm going to go with I don't know. I, you, okay. You look at this again. I mean, this is these are two teams that it doesn't look like they're scoring that many goals, but it doesn't look like they're letting many teams score that many goals. So this could be another game where we see like a nil-nil, one-one draw. But I think that Brentford gets it one-nil. I think it'll be pretty low scoring. Um, I think the Wolves, you know, scoring troubles kind of continue, and especially going up against like what looks like to be a pretty decent defensive team in Brentford. And I think that Brentford. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna have to agree with you on this one. Uh, Brentford's look particularly pretty good. 
um, especially for a team that's never played in the Premier League up until this season. No one kind of expected much of them. A lot of people thought that they would get relegated, but they've looked really strong so far this season. I think they'll carry some of that momentum uh, that they've had over the last couple of weeks. I do think they'll win. I think it'll be a little bit higher scoring than that. I think it'll be, I think it'll be three, two. I think it'll be a little high scoring game, but overall, I do think Brentford's going to win as well. Moving on to the next match. We got Burnley versus Arsenal. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, listen, I like, I would like to say Arsenal would win. You know what I mean? We were talking about it earlier off, off the air, but you know, they spent so much money in the off season. It's like you, you would think that they would hopefully start, you know, stringing some wins together, but I, I don't, it just doesn't seem like it's clicking. You know what I mean? They've only been able to score. It looks like one goal in the first four games. You know what I mean? So yep. I, I don't know. I, I think Burnley's at home. I think Arsenal just doesn't figure it out yet. And I think Burnley finally gets their first win of the season. I don't think it's going to be like high scoring. I think they, they, they win it one nil, but I just, I think that Burnley gets it done at home. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you mostly because you know, Arsenal's looked so bad offensively. They they've been just atrocious. They've been the worst defensive team in the league so far this season. And I also kind of like seeing them struggle. I know it kind of makes me you know, seem like a, like a, uh, I don't know what, a, what appropriate word to use, but um, I, I don't know. I, I, huh? A hater. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes me look like a hater for Arsenal, but I don't know. Just something about just the thought of a, a club as big as Arsenal that considers themselves, you know, one of the big six teams in the, in the premier league. And, you know, one of the most historic clubs, just, the with the possibility of them getting relegated, I don't know. I'm just I'm just interested to see if it actually happens. Um, but I, I I generally do think that that Burnley have a chance in this game, especially because they're home. Um, I, I think I think they'll squeak out a win this week. I think it'll be one nothing. The next match is Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. That's going to be at Liverpool. Yeah, I think that I think Liverpool gets it done. I mean. I would like to see Crystal Palace get the win just so they can get, you know, some points. But, I mean, I don't know. It just – Liverpool's at home. They seem pretty pretty good on offense as of, you know, the first four games. So, I, I just think that, that they get it done. Again, I, I mean, last week it, it seemed like there was quite a bit of high-scoring games, you know what I mean, even within the Champions League as well too. So, mm-hmm. Um, they could they could get a couple more, you know, goals maybe like three, because it does seem like Crystal Palace. You know, they're they're five and five with you know five goals for five goals against. But I don't know. I I just think that that Liverpool gets it done. With however they get it done, but I think they get it done. Yeah, I I, I think Liverpool kind of walk into this game riding high over the last couple of weeks. Um, I think they'll walk through Crystal Palace pretty easily. I'm gonna say three nothing. Um. They'll make quick work of it and move on to the next game. But I don't I don't really see Crystal Palace shocking this Liverpool team, especially at Anfield. It's such a hard place to go to and try to win a match. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, Liverpool wins this game pretty easily. Then the next match, Southampton traveled to Manchester to play Man City. Um, 
I don't know. What do you What do you think about this game? It's Man City. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, listen. I don't. I don't want to disrespect Southampton. You know, what I mean, it's not like it's not like they've been losing a ton. They have had a lot of draws, and you know, they 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 could pull out the win. I mean, that's that's how it goes sometimes in sports. But it just seems that you know, City is kind of clicking on all cylinders right now on offense and defense. So they're just a dangerous team, and I just don't see them dropping this one against this team. So, you know, I think, like, I just think they get it done. However they get it done, one, two, three, four, I don't think it matters. They're going to get it done. Yeah, especially being at home. I think City is going to win this one. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 4 nothing. Um, Scoring three-plus goals in, I want to say, three out of the last four matches – it's just becoming commonplace for for this team now. Um, I think this is a pretty easy win for City. Then the next match, we got an interesting matchup at Norwich uh, between Norwich and Watford. Um, two teams kind of you know kind of fighting it out at the bottom of the table, trying to avoid relegation. To me, those matches are always more interesting just because there's so much more at stake. Um, so that that game will you know pique my interest more than Liverpool versus Crystal Palace game because. There's so much more riding in on it. Yeah. I think Wofford's going to go into Norwich City and spank them. <laughs> I mean, it's really, they got, they got Swiss cheese for defense, bro. 11 goals against. I mean, they got a minus 10 goal differential. Like, I, I don't, I don't think like Wofford's all world, but I just, I think Norwich is going to find themselves a league down when it's all said and done. It, you just can't, I mean, unless unless something drastic happens where they, they turn it around and, and they start winning some games, some matches, I, I don't know. I mean, this this would be a good one to win. It'd be an easy one to win. You know what I mean? Well, it's not like Wofford setting the world on fire, like you said. So it would be it'd be a good one for them to get under their, their belt, win a, win a match, and then kind of go from there. But I don't know. I think... I think Wofford finds their offense a little bit and goes in there and exposes that that Swiss cheese for defense. So, yeah, I think I'm going to have to. I don't know. No, I'm going to go with Watford in this one. Um, they, I think they're going to go into Norwich and they're going to win. I'm going to say two nil. No, two one. Uh, it'll be a good game, but I, I think Norwich has played you know particularly bad over the last couple of weeks. Um, I don't know. I just don't see any any hope for this Norwood side. You know, yeah. Maybe it's their horrible jerseys. You know, maybe that's why they're playing so bad. <laughs> were they? Were, oh my gosh, were they with the ones with the salmon jerseys? I I'll have to look back through their uniforms, but I know it. Oh, green and yellow is not really a good color combination, and I know they're. I I think their home uniform is just horrendous, but a lot of clubs haven't haven't used their third uh jerseys this year so far at least yeah i don't i don't know i i, I forget i don't even know how notes were from the one but <laughs> but yeah we'll we'll keep her moving all right moving on to the final game of uh saturday's slate of games we got everton going over to birmingham playing aston villa at villa park um i know everton's kind of been playing better than what most people have thought they would so far um, Aston Villa kind of said middle of the table like always. Uh, where do you see this game going? I think that I think that Everton gets it done one nil. I don't think it's gonna be like a super high scoring game, but I think that Everton seems to have it going on right now. 
I mean, you look at their last four games, they got three wins, one draw, and their goal differential is plus six. So obviously they're doing something right. You know, they're going to go, I know they're, they're away, but they're, they're playing a middle of the table kind of team. And I just think that they're going to go get a win. You know, it's not going to be crazy, but I think they'll get a win. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you. Um, this Everton team is playing really good. Um, I think they'll, they'll keep it up for a little bit longer. I can see them winning this game pretty fairly. Um, three, one, two, one, um, pretty close but i do think everton's gonna win moving on to the sunday games uh, we got three of them starting with brighton versus leicester yeah this this one's kind of tough because i know leicester has two losses and brighton only has one so far you know and, and obviously the goal differential you know plus two to minus two so they're pretty similar teams when you look at them on i guess stat wise at this point but i just think brighton being at home gives them that little bit of an edge. I think that that it's either going to be Brighton 1-0 or it's going to be the, a tie, 0-0, 1-1. I think that it's going to – I think this is going to be a, a good match, like a good hard-fought, like, defensive defensive match. And I think that either one team is going to come out on top with one goal or they're going to be tied at the end 1-1-0. But I think if one team gets the win, it's going to be Brighton. I'm going to disagree with you. Le- Leicester's a good team. Uh, they, they've had a pretty rough start to the season. They just lost one nothing to City um, in the last Premier League game. They're always a team that's fighting for a Champions League spot. You know, they'll they'll finish fifth or sixth pretty much every season. Um, Brighton's a team that, you know, if everything goes right, could finish mid table. Um, I just think Leicester are they're they're a better side. Um, I'm gonna say Leicester wins two, three one, three one. 3-1. 3-1. They've barely scored three goals all season. <laughs> Calling it 3-1. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to the next match, we got um, uh, London Derby. We got Chelsea versus Spurs going over to uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, uh, taking them on Battle of Two London Clubs, always big. Uh, where, where do you see this one going? I don't know. This one is – looks it's kind of tough because you know Tottenham only has the one loss on the season but it's not like they're breaking the record book on scoring so you know and and Chelsea does look like they're they're being able to be a pretty solid defensive team so I'm just kind of wondering you know how this game might go usually when you look at like two teams that are pretty good you kind of give the edge to the home team a little bit but I don't know. I I just have this weird feeling that Chelsea's going to edge this one out. I don't think it's going to be like uh, the most high scoring game, but I think they edge it out like 2-1, 3-2 or something like that and I just I just have this weird feeling that, that they're going to get. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Chelsea looks too good. Um Spurs offenses look really lackluster so far, only scoring 3 goals um so far this season. Um I think Chelsea walk into the stadium and they'll they'll probably win three one. Uh, so it's a pretty common score for me to predict this week. But I think Chelsea is too good all around, especially in attack. Um, Spurs really haven't haven't really done much all season. They have the three one nothing wins, and then they have the the three nil loss. To me, they're just an average. They're an average team. I think Chelsea's far better. I think they'll win this one pretty easily. 
But moving on to the final game for us to predict what will probably be Nick's game of the week, game that he's been waiting for all season. Mm-hmm. Man United travel to London, go to the London Stadium to play his beloved West Ham United. Believe in the ham. Listen, you already know. I don't even care. I know United's top of the board. You know, they got their 10 points. Hootie, hootie, ha. Who cares? Believe in the ham. All right. Listen, West Ham is going to get this done. And I don't I don't think that they're going to score a ton of points to get it done. I think it's going to be a 1-0 win. I think it's going to be a super close, awesome, fun game to watch. I actually probably will be able to watch this because I will not be at work. So hopefully I can find it somewhere. <laughs> be on, it'll be on um, uh, NBCSN. There you go. On, on uh, Sunday, not to, not to plug another network, but you know, <laughs> here we go. But I will, I will be watching this game for sure. And I, I just think that I, I believe, I believe in the ham. You know what I mean? I might be crazy, but I you should put that on a shirt. I listen, they, they need, they need to listen to this and they need to market that because believe in the ham is, is an amazing, they're probably like, ah, this idiot, but whatever. No, I, I, I generally think like you look at United, they seem to be, you know, unbeatable at this point, kind of like city, but I think that everybody drops one here and there. And, you know, as much as I, I would love to see West Ham win the premier league, I I think that there's a good chance that they could kind of stay where they're at and be in that top like top eight, but I, I do think that, that it's a good a good you know I do think that there is a good opportunity here for them to get a win and get a statement win against a team like United early in the season and give them confidence going forward. So like I said, I think that they win this game one nil. And for all you out there, leave in the ham. Uh my heart says pick West Ham because I hate United, but my <laughs> head says my head says United's gonna win this game. Um, I'm gonna say two nothing. With the heart, I'm man. sorry. Come on. I don't believe in the Hams as much as you do, but I, th- I think United walk away with this one. Disappointed. Disappointed. <laughs> That's okay. When when they when they win, I'm just gonna go a uh, cool. Ha ha! I told you so. Also, they they should we should put on a shirt. What what I say? Hootie Hootie Tootie Ha. <laughs> Honestly, half the time I don't know what you say. I kind of just go along. With it. <laughs> Who knows? I'll be talking about every sport this week, so I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all right. That that concludes this episode of On the Pitch. Hope you all enjoyed this week's games. No matter you know what league you watch, what league you follow. You know, let's hope you enjoy watching it. We'll see you in the next episode. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more, feel free to listen to past episodes and look for new ones every Friday. And don't forget to follow us at deep.dive.sport on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook for any update. And please let us know what you would like us to take a deep dive into next. As always, we are Deep Dive Sports. Until next time.